Welcome to the Scott Townsend Show, brought to you by Dietzo Man Productions. Hey, this is Scott Townsend, and thanks for watching these or listening to the Scott Townsend Show. Today, I have with me a good friend, longtime friend. Seems like all my guests are long time. I think best friends, but. BFFs, yeah, whatever. <laughs> is Jay Stump. Say hi, Jay. Hello, Jay. How are you? Good. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> Jay, uh, Jay and I were talking the other day, and I uh, found out. I don't know how I didn't know this, but uh, Jay's. I can't. Yeah, I can't believe you didn't know this already. I mean, that's that's crazy. That's, that's Jay's insane. a storm chaser. Uh, no, no, I'm I'm a storm spotter. St- Oh, there's just oh, a storm. There's, there's two different things, yeah. And so I'll, 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 I can kind of tell you what what's the difference. difference. Here, let me, hey, let me. I'm the one asking the questions. This is a Scott Thompson show. So tell me, Jay, what's the difference between a storm spotter and a storm chaser? Okay, so a storm spotter. That's what I do. I go out and I observe the situations going on. Hey. I see your cup and uh, I figure out what's going on with the storm. I put myself in a good place where I can view it safely and it does involve a chase because I'm always moving. Um, I don't stay around very long in one place because you know, I, I, that storm is ever moving and sometimes it can move with uh, furious speeds ever moving. The storm chaser, those are the guys that actually go out and they spend weeks on the road and they go to locations like I'm showing up on my radar. This is Little Rock, Arkansas that's showing up and they actually drive down there saying, okay, I know like, so when Oklahoma, we had storms that blew through um, yesterday and then it's following down to Arkansas. So those guys probably will drive most of the evening and get down to Arkansas, rest, and get back after it the next day. Those are chasers. So they don't um, just, if they're in Oklahoma, they don't just chase Oklahoma storms. Correct. So I only look around um, my counties. So Washington County, Osage County, Nowata, um, and then a little bit down in Rogers Tulsa. and Tulsa County. Yeah. But that's that's about it. Only within, so I, I, I spot for uh, Bartlesville Radio. And so I only chase within my area the only place i spot so I you do call be- it a chase but it, I'm, I'm really truly a storm spotter so you've got a big storm like we got blue skies right now um you got a storm and so you hop in your truck yep and and you go to the storm i get to a location that i'm seeing on radar that's starting to develop that looks like a good opportunity to go you know, visually inspect the storm. A lot of times when we're looking at radar, radar will feed back a lot of information that says, hey, this looks like there may be hail that's included in this storm. This looks like there's uh, high winds associated with it. But keep in mind, a radar, you know, here's here's my trusted globe. A radar is looking at something that's that's like over the horizon from it. And so it's, it's looking at a, a pan tilt way up in the air. So it may be looking at uh, 1,500 feet from Tulsa to Bartlesville, where we are. And so it's seeing what's up in that atmosphere at that certain level, but not on the ground. 
So what helps when you have a storm spotter is to go out and observe the conditions going on, record the wind, record any type of pre precipitation that you might have. If it's hail up to a certain or from a certain size up, or if it's winds at certain speeds and up. So do you, are you on the radio when you're spotting yeah. or? Yes. Yeah, so we'll call up the radio station. Anytime I get to a set location, um, I try very hard never to call if I'm driving unless I'm absolutely in a risk area. Um, so when, if I'm, if I'll get to a set location, I'll get spotted and tell my conditions. How do you, how do you study? Do you have to have a certificate or a school to go to school to be a storm chaser or a storm spotter? Or how does, how did you become a storm spotter? So really the first place I started was with the radio station. I'm, they, everybody was out, you know, chasing the storm and I'm like, Hey, do y'all need me to go? And they're like, yeah, if you want to go. And we just go watch the storm get hit by hail. Um, <laughs> You know, and we'd we'd call in and say, "Hey, this is Jay, it's getting it's raining really crazy," and and be kind of goofy about it. Um, I say goofy because that's the way I was back then, I guess. Right. But um, and then one time I got into a really particularly dangerous situation where we were spotting out in the west side of Bartlesville. I had pulled into a, a location where there were power lines around me. There was only a east-west road, and I'll talk about that in a minute when we talk about tornadoes and how to how to stay safe. Um, but it was an east-west road, and nothing but muddy ditches all around me. So when the storm came in, it was really nerve-wracking, and the radar that I was using was just a common radar that you can get online from like channel six so keep in mind channel six is a couple minutes old when it gets to us and it's a couple of minutes old from the radar sweep so we were probably about five minutes behind that radar sweep and we had some massive winds hit us and it got me to you were behind or ahead you were ahead of the radar well because the so radar hadn't caught up with you yet right the radar hadn't caught up with us, correct. The radar okay. was behind. So what you were looking so, at was so what you were looking so what you were looking at was stuff that had already happened five minutes ago. No, it was it was incoming to us and I thought I was in a safe spot. But based on radar that was That was old, based on five Five-minute-old five minute radar, yeah, correct. And so by the time it got to us, it said, oh, hey, there's some massive winds right here. You're like, no kidding. We, we, we got just went hit through by it. that. I, I sat there, and I watched the poles move. And I thought, my gosh, if these poles fall and we're hit by electricity all around us, I'm in a really bad spot. And at that point, I said, you know what? I'm not going to let that happen again. So I did go in and uh, start um, training. There's two networks that will do it. Uh, one is this, the um, uh, Skywarn network. Um, and you can find the links on the National Weather Service um, spotter training page. The Skywarn network um, is really kind of the beginning area to start learning how to do this. And I, I've probably spent maybe 10 hours um, in reading and watching 
training videos and training things to get my certificate. Then I also went to uh, the National Weather Service and did the same with them. That was probably about 13, 14 hours that I did that. So in total, we're probably talking about 20, 25 hours um, of, of study to pass these two tests to get the certificate um, to be able to, to use a number. If I, if I get asked by the, the National Weather Service, what's my spotter number, I have to give that. Um, which I hope they never do because I don't remember what it is. It's a long, long number. And I've got it stored somewhere, but I don't remember where I put it. I've never been asked. So how did you get out of that situation? Uh, let it, I just wrote it out. You know, when, when, you're in a, when you're in a bad situation, you just kind of write it out. Um, and it really depends on the situation. And so the best place to be, if you find yourself in a tornado or in an area where you have no egress, you can't go, um, you can't go south and east. And those are the two ways that you can get out of a tornado. Normally, and I, I put that asterisk on there, they go from the southwest to the northeast. Normally, they can come south and they can go back. So the best way to, to go is to kind of gauge how that storm's moving and go in right angles away from it, wherever it's moving. So if it's moving south uh, east, you go east and you go south to get away from it. If it's moving northeast, you go this way and up and you can stay ahead of the storm that way, but eventually it's gonna catch up to you. Um, so you kind of have to watch and see if I go north enough, I'm outside of that, that warned area or that, that serious, you know, rotation area. And that's what I want to avoid. Um, but if I can't go, if I, if I'm stuck in traffic, if I'm stuck because I've reached the end of the road, the bridge is out, the water's flooded, I have nowhere else to go. The best thing to do is get out of your car, get in a ditch in the lowest area you can. You're going to subject yourself to flying debris. You're going to suggest, subject yourself to um, wind, um, elements, all of that. But it's better than being in that car. Um, you think just the opposite because the car could, pr could protect you. Because, right. you know, you don't weigh as much as a car, so you, the, the tornado could pick you up just as well as a car. If you get in the lowest part of, of – if you get in a low ditch, then the wind's probably going to pass over you. Um, and you're going to get muddy as I'll get out. Um, but outside of that, you're going to be safer than if you were in the car that I always have with me when I'm, when I'm out is, uh, I'll take on my reading glasses here is, is safety glasses. These oh, are just yeah. one of my pair. This is, I like this one because it's the, the amber. So I see it really well. It's really bright, bright to me right, right now. Mm -hmm. Um, I like these, but it doesn't give me good color vision. Um, but what, like yesterday when I was out, I truly need these cause I went out and looked when it was really blowing wind and I got debris in my eyes. And so, you know, throwing these on the nice thing about these is they, you know, they're goofy looking, but they also provide a lot of, of protection, protection. around the eye area. Right. And that's, that's very important. Thanks <clears throat> for um, putting those on for us so that people can have a mock me and laugh at me. No, particularly you. Yeah. Later on, 
but uh, it seems like you would have like a hard hat on or something too. Yeah, so you can. Um, so what kind of tools user- do you guys use? I mean, what do you what do you use out in the field? Is there anything else you use besides the safety glasses? Oh yeah. The radar is probably the most important one that I use, but right. um, you know, I, I always have a good, good flashlight, two or three flashlights with me um, that uh, I can see uh, long distances or I can pan it out and I can, I can see a lot more um, because you might go into an area where it's lost all its power and you're the first person that gets on the scene. And so that, that's one of those scariest moments for me is to get out there and, and have that. Um, now, let me let me show you one other thing first too. Uh, the other thing is I I never go out without a, oh, yeah. uh, a safety vest on. Right, especially um, if it's dark and no, there's no yeah, electricity. This is this is actually a requirement for um, the National Weather Service. Is anytime you go out, you have to have one. You have to be wearing it because if I get out of the car, right. I don't care if it's to snap a picture or to uh, just stretch because I'm bored. I have to have that on. Yeah, um, don't want to get hit by a car. Yeah, this one this one is a fun little toy. This is a uh, anemometer. Uh, don't ask me to spell it. I'm I'm just now getting out to where I can pronounce, pronounce it without without being stupid. But it tests the wind. So there's a little uh, fan in there that blows around and will tell huh. me what the wind is. And it also has a thermometer in it, so I can tell what the ambient temperature is. And That's so cool. that. It, it, the only problem with this one, and there's better ones that twist that will tell you what direction it's going and all mm. that. Um, I do have an anemometer on top of my truck, so it's the little whirly bird thing that that looks uh, that, that I have on my truck. Right. That um, I can tell what the wind speeds are. Um, wind speeds over um, uh, 58 miles an hour is considered a severe storm. Hmm. by the National Weather Service. And what did we have yesterday? 60? 60, yeah. So it was a severe storm. As it entered Bartlesville, um, by the time it exited Bartlesville, it had diminished some, and so they they ended up dropping uh, a little bit later on. I also use binoculars. Okay. Oh, yeah. And I also always have a pair of work gloves on me. Yeah. Uh, yesterday I, I helped move a tree out of the road and I didn't want to get right. splinters or whatever that was in that tree all over me. Um, so of all those storm spotters and storm trackers, it looks, um, just chasing, spotting dangerous. <laughs> it's very dangerous. It's, it's a, it can be, um, life threatening. Um, there is a reason why, uh, the National Weather Service says, "Go indoors." When uh, we, we we have a saying that when the thunder roars, go go indoors. If you can hear thunder, and you're outside, you're close enough to be hit by lightning. Uh, the second, or the probably the leading cause of da- of death among any storm is is flood related. Um, you know, turn around, don't drown. Another little saying that we say that um, it that even a, a small little bit of water can sweep a person off their feet. If you're looking for a good um, radar, uh, radar scope is what this one is called. Um, it is a, a really, really powerful tool. Um, you can see all sorts of things within the storm. Um, I, I is actually it on your paid, phone? 
Uh, right now, the, this is on my iPad. I have one on my phone and I have one on a computer. Mm. Um, all the same software. Um, but I, I pay, I pay a premium for that. Um, right. because I, I use it a lot. Uh, there is, there's a, a free version, which has got ads on it. There's mm -hmm. a, uh, I, I think there's a free version. If not, it's a $10 app, which is like, wow, 10 bucks, but it's an incredible, incredible app to have. And then you can pay for a, a subscription, an annual subscription, or, you know, on, on a certain dollar amount, or if you have multiple devices you want it on, I pay a hundred dollars a year for mine. Um, and uh, not that this is a commercial for uh, radar scope, but um, it, it's, it's a, it's a good tool. Most of us that are out there running around are using that. I can put in my transponder number, so it will follow me GPS where I'm at. So if I'm in an accident, I have a group that I'm, I'm associated with that I'll talk to as well as a radio station. Um, it's a group of storm spotters. Um, and if we, if I get in a situation where they're trying to check in to find, figure out where I'm at and how I'm doing and I'm not responding, they can see where my transponder number last was and they can call authority at the authorities and, and, and come out and, and uh, rescue me. You remember, uh, <clears throat> you remember the storm in 82 that hit Bartles tornado that hit Bartlesville in 82? Yep. Yeah. I remember seeing That's, that tornado. I did too. I, we, I was further away, but uh, we saw it come in and, and we went out to my backyard and we're watching it. And as we were watching it, another area of rotation was above us. And my dad said, man, if we were in the front yard and saw that, I don't know that I would be out here looking at it. <laughs> and, and I think that was probably the first time I really truly remember um, being fascinated by storms. And, uh, you know, since then I've always been fascinated by them. Um, and, and I, I do this out of a, you know, a, a voluntary basis, but it's also one of those things where I, I it feels like it's a calling to actually go out and, and follow these storms and, 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 go after them. Well, Jay, we sure appreciate your service to the community and uh, helping Bartlesville stay safe with uh, your storm spotting and some of the storm chasing you guys do. Like, don't call me. I'm, I'll be inside. No, actually, a lot of times I'll go outside and watch from the front doorstep. But It's so much better to be right there <laughs> on the front doorstep of that storm. Yeah. It's coming in. I can I can see how that would be, but uh, anyway. So, well, thanks a lot for all your info. And oh, if anybody wants any more information and wants to contact you, uh, what to get, reach out to you on LinkedIn or? What? Yeah, you can re reach out to me on LinkedIn, on Facebook, um, on Twitter. Um, I'm at JS Birdman zero zero eight, um, and I'm I'm not on Facebook or Twitter very often. Uh, personal thing, but, um, I, it, you can reach out to me, but probably LinkedIn would be the best way to go. Okay. Uh, look it up. Jay we'll, Stump. Yeah. We'll put your, uh, contact info on. Yeah. Put it down somewhere down. Cool. However you do that yeah. down in the bottom here and on the description that, uh, on the YouTube channel and the, uh, podcast. So anyway, we'll have a good rest of the day, Jay. Talk to you guys later, and if there's any more storm chasing or storm news we need to talk about, I'll give you a holler. 
All right. Sounds good, Scott. Thanks. All right. Well, for Jay Stump, this is Scott Townsend. Thanks for watching the Scott Townsend Show. Have a great day, and we'll check you out. Scott Townsend Show is a Dietzo Man production. For more episodes, visit the Scott Townsend Show YouTube channel, listen on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.